I'm here with Frederick Linden, who is the project coordinator of EPSOS. Welcome, Frederick. It's Thank you very much, you Tina. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm. uh, tell us a little bit more about EPSOS and what that project entails. Uh, it's about smart urban services for patients in Europe and making sure that the information uh, locked up in hospitals today are actually follows the patients, uh, whether traveling in, within their country, but especially cross borders uh, mm -hmm. in Europe. Mm -hmm. How long has this been project uh, going on? Oh, we're coming to an end at the end of June, so we've been running for six years. Mm -hmm. Original ID was three years. We, and 12 countries, then we turned into 25 countries. Mm -hmm. It has a couple different legs, which is addressing um, uh, some of the issues that um, I suppose you guys thought they were high in the priority list. Can you tell us a little bit more detail for each of the, um, the components that uh, are included in the EPSOS project? Of course. You know, uh, we usually talk about the business use cases, uh, so electronic prescriptions and patient summaries. And uh, this is the information that need to follow you wherever you end up in, in the healthcare system, whatever national healthcare system that is. Uh, of course, you have other use cases uh, below this, technical use cases, uh, but usually they're uninteresting for uh, for the patients and the regular use. Mm -hmm. well, some of our listeners may not be as familiar with the term patient summary. Can you explain what that means? Basically, it's a, it's a data set which, which makes sure that the healthcare system does not hurt the patient when they walk into to, uh, uh, foreign foreign health uh, care organization. Mm -hmm. And um, when, let's say, I am um, in a country within Europe and I'm traveling to another country and something happens to me, how, and I need to see a doctor, how will the doctor know to access my record? Yes, I, I mean, we, we have been a project for a long time now, but there is uh, definitely more uh, marketing that needs to be done uh, around these uh, things. And, and uh, I know that the countries are planning to do this. Mm -hmm. But basically, you need to show a, a form of ID, whatever ID that is uh, recommended by your home country and accepted in, in the country of treatment. Mm -hmm. Because this is uh, what what we talk about in the patient's rights directive. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. Is this something that I need to carry with me or is it something that is stored somewhere in the cloud that uh, the doctor can access? Oh, you don't need to carry anything with you. Mm -hmm. uh, what you do need to remember is to give your consent before leaving your home country. Mm -hmm. Actually, that is not entirely true because many of these uh, services are on the web. So, so if you're a Swedish patient, you'll be able to leave your consent Uh, even though you are uh, end up being sick in, in Greece. Mm -hmm. The reason for leaving the consent before leaving your home country, it is if you actually end up in a really bad accident where, mm -hmm. you, where the health professionals cannot contact you, they do then have the right to access that information without your second consent. The second consent you give if you are actually conscious walking into the healthcare establishment. Mm -hmm. And uh, do I need to give my consent for the specific country I'm traveling to, or is it just among within the European Union countries? How does that work? It's uh, within the European Union countries and, mm -hmm. and, and also, of course, Norway, Switzerland, and, and uh, such. Um, you, can, uh, you have the right, actually, to, to give it to specific countries. I, mm -hmm. I wouldn't suggest you do that. I, I would suggest you do it on a, uh, on a, uh, for all the European countries. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, No, you should be allowed to choose, mm -hmm. choose that as well. During the, um, during the EPSOS project, did you find any resistance from patients in that topic? Uh, we haven't found uh, – I mean, of course, uh, that there are patient advocates and, and, and patients mm -hmm. as well. And, and, and I mean, 
m- many, many, many hours have gone into the discussion about confidentiality and security. Mm-hmm. Of course, mm-hmm. this is always uh, the big thing in, in healthcare. Uh, you know, it, especially now that that it's crossing borders. It wasn't as big before when it was intra-hospital, uh, you know, or intra-the organization. But but lately, when now the information shall follow the patient, it has to be, you know as absolutely secure as, uh, as it possibly can. Mm-hmm. What, are, what uh, should we expect to see there? Because you hear in the news often some system is hacked, uh, some information is retrieved, even for uh, large, very well-known companies. What are the steps that are being taken at the, uh, the, within Europe to address this issue? Uh, you know, <laughs> a system is only as secure as its weakest link, uh, and... and uh, we, we work with all uh, with confidentiality, security, and, and also patient safety in in all of the interoperability layers. I mm-hmm. don't know if you are aware of the interoperability layers, but but the, the legal domain, the, the the semantic, the organizational, mm-hmm. the technical, and I think this is the only way to, to create a, as high a level of security as possible. Um, looking into the the, the technical domain, uh, we have been there uh, actually supporting the standardization organizations in, in improving their their security standards, uh, and they have been helping us uh, out a lot uh, a lot as well. Uh, so there's been really good cooperation between standardization and EPSOS. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we, we have really been about the practical implementation of, of, of uh, yeah, cross-border mm-hmm. care. Um, I understand the project is coming soon to an end. Can you share some of the results of the project? Yeah, I mean, there, there are so many results. Uh, uh, we have a, a full two hours this afternoon on the open source community. So mm-hmm. we've developed everything that we've done in open source components. So, so um, you can either pick pick that up, or you can pick our specifications uh, and, and start from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I would say we're, we're leaving forty three recommendations behind. Mm-hmm. We're leaving those recommendations to the eHealth Network uh, and uh, and uh, the European Commission. Of course, uh, we're also handing um, over a number of things to 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 another project called Expand. Mm-hmm. Expand is there to, to support the use cases that we've been working with uh, and also, uh, of course, the, the subgroup uh, of, of the health network mm-hmm. working with those services. Mm-hmm. Is Expand a natural expansion of uh, EPSOS or is it a whole new different project? It's a whole new different project. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not EPSOS 3, mm-hmm. uh, it's, uh, but, but it will be very useful for those countries that, that need a little bit longer to go from piloting to real services, mm-hmm. uh, while uh, there are a lar- fairly large group also going from pilot services now into real services, mm-hmm. which is, you know, somewhat different. It's been, we, we've been thinking with a big schema when, when we constructed EPSIS, uh, but there are still a number mm-hmm. of things to take care of when you go to real mm-hmm. services. How long do you think will it be before we start seeing um these projects now becoming available to the general market? I mean, currently we're, we're covering 30 million people, like a couple of thousand health professionals. So, so obviously it's still quite small in the, in the, on the European scale. Mm-hmm. Um, we're t- talking three to five years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Somebody said 10 years, and I contradicted him quite harshly. So. Okay, we'll keep you honest. <laughs> now, you were, right before the interview, you were sharing a story with me. Were you testing the process? Can you talk about that? Yes, uh, I, it was actually my, my second uh, European dispensation. The first one was in Copenhagen, uh, together with my, my 71-year-old mother, who mm-hmm. also picked up medicines that she had forgotten in, in Sweden. Now, but I went down to the harbor here in, in Greece, uh, Piraeus, and, and uh, picked up some medicines that I'd forgotten at, at home in Sweden. 
and uh, it worked perfectly. So I'm, I'm very happy. That's wonderful. Great. Uh, Frederick, thank you very much for your time. Uh, that was Frederick Linden, who is the project coordinator of APSOS. Thanks thank again. Thank you very much.